0: Mavs fans, and welcome to another episode of Mavs Content Crazy. I am your host, David C. As always... Hey there, Mavs fans, and welcome to another episode of Mavs Content Crazy. I'm your host, David C. as always, and in today's episode, the Mavericks get their first win of the season, taking down the Toronto Raptors 103-95. So, Mavs fans, the Mavericks do get their first win of the season, now have a 1-1 record, and of course, after the tobacco that we witnessed on the season opener, It was good to see the Mavericks show something in this game. Now, it definitely did not look great early. (laughs) As we all seen, uh, the Mavericks got down to a 16-2 start in this game. But, of course, definitely rallied as the game went on. But, definitely need to work on the starts to some of these games. And I still think a lot of that has to do with our guy, the main man, Luka Doncic being a little too passive early in some of these games. But again, I still think this has more to do with the way we're trying to run our offense this year. I, I can see that Kid definitely wants to get Luca more active early in the passing game before he looks to score because just like in our first game of the season where we lost, Luca seemed to try to get his offense going more in the second half and in the third quarter. And to be honest, I don't really think that's a problem. I think it's good that Luca's conserving his energy, and if we're still in games and it's still close come the second half, I fully expect Luca to take over and do more things. And if that is a little bit of the philosophy that we're going with this season, I can definitely see that as a good thing in the long run for this team and for Luca as a whole because I I see sometimes that maybe he does overkill himself in the first half of some of these games. And as long as the rest of our team is doing their job and playing well and keeping us connected, then I'm with Luca, kind of taking a back seat to other players in the first half and then kind of turning it on in the second half and mainly in the third quarter to help the Mavericks build some of these leads. Because Luca tonight had 27 points, 9 rebounds, and 12 assists in this game. Going 11 of 24 from the field. And of course, the little uh, uh, red flag out there for Luka right now is his three-point shooting as he only went two of 10 from the three-point line and three of five from the three uh, from the free throw line. So again, the free throws seem to be uh, not the best for Luka. He did play 38 minutes in this game and had five turnovers, but I mean... As I said in my previous episode, you're going to see some some turnovers from Luca, especially early in games, because he is looking to be a bit more passive and getting some of these guys involved. Now, of course, the main guy that we're all expecting to be a lot more involved this season, and to me, he, he seems to be showing a, a good sign so far to start this season is Kristaps Porzingis. Uh, KP in this game himself had 18 points. Ten boards and one assist, giving us his first double-double of the season. Only going 7 of 20 from the field and 2 of 9 from the three-point line himself. So between him and Luca, uh, it's definitely not the prettiest uh, three-point shooting night. As we're talking uh, 4 of 19 <laughs> from three-point line between KP and Luca. Not really what you want to see. I do expect that number to go up. Just like last year with Luca and the year before, his three-point shooting seems to start off not great (laughs) and he just seems to turn it on as the season goes on as he rounds into shape and gets his legs going out there because you know Luka does look a little just like he did last season probably not as much as last season but he does look a little out of shape and he seems to be getting there while we can say the opposite for KP. KP seems to really look engaged and especially on the defensive side because KP also had Four blocks in this game and one still in his 29 minutes that he played out there. So KP definitely giving you the points and the rebounds and now playing defense, blocking shots and changing the game that way. If you're going to get that from KP, this definitely will be a different Maverick team because he looks so much more engaged out there. When we watched KP so many times last season, even when he averaged good numbers, his defensive presence just wasn't there. And just like everyone has said, like Kid has said, and of course, every person of the Maverick organization coming into this season k p finally had a healthy off season, finally was able to work out the way he wanted to, and I think it shows in his legs on the defensive end of the court because he's always gonna be kind of um for lack of a better way to say it, hit or miss on the offensive end. But on the defensive end, if he can give you that kind of hustle, giving you you know three to four blocks a game and changing um, everything on the inside, then that definitely helps this Maverick team. It changes the whole complexion because last year we've seen numerous times where KP was just getting beat on first moves and definitely was not able to help at all. Um, you know, on the weak side when someone was driving to the basket or, you know, someone was stepping out to a three-point line. KP just did not have the ability to step out and really help out defensively. Where this year, it seems to be a little different because in the first game that we lost, KP still had a few blocks in that one. So, again, if we're going to progress this season and progress into the playoffs, everyone knows that we needed to get better defensively. And I don't think anyone probably anticipated KP being that game-changing defensive guy, but he really can be with his mobility and just overall ability to move on the court and, and change some things up out there. Now, one thing I am a little excited to see this early in the season, because even though we got beat down pretty good in our first game against the Hawks, You've seen some good individual defense by Luca at times out there um, on the player he was defending. Now, obviously it didn't work the whole game. Um we got pretty much ran out the building, but still, it was good to see on some plays Luca putting a lot of effort on the defensive side, which sometimes probably gonna wear him out offensively where he's just not in that shape yet. But when I look at it. Through the first just two games of the season. Extremely small sample size. So it doesn't probably mean a whole lot right now. But I will say. During these first two games. Luka and KP have probably been our best defenders on the court. And I don't think at any point. Last season. We would have ever thought coming into this year. Early early on as I just said. Luka and KP would look as good as they do on the defensive side. Because. We expect them to just go out there and put out offensive numbers. And a lot's been said about Luka not being a great defender, which I'll kind of challenge that because he seems to move his feet really well. And Luka had a block in this game where he kind of just read the play and just took it from the guy as he was trying to put it over his head uh, going to the basket. So I think Luka has, has definitely improved. A bit more this year on the defensive side. And then if you got KP playing great defense, it's going to lead to great things for this Maverick team. Now, what I will say as far as the rest of the starters go in this game, Tim Hardaway Jr. definitely woke up a bit in this game. Timmy went for 25 points, 3 rebounds, and 2 assists. Going 9 of 16 from the field and 7 of 11 from the three-point line in his 38 minutes. Now, that's exactly what you want to see right there from Tim Hardaway Jr. When we gave him the contract that we gave him this offseason, we expected or at least hoped that Tim Hardaway Jr. would stay on the same pace he was last season and maybe progress for us a little bit this year. What we didn't want to see is what typically happens in, in contract years where a guy goes off, gets his big money, and then doesn't play the same from that point on. It was a little kind of scary the first game watching Tim Hardaway not shoot that well. But in this game, he definitely woke up a bit for the Mavericks and showed what he can bring. If you're getting 20 from Luka Doncic and 25 from Tim Hardaway with KP pitching in, you know, 18 to 20 points and 10 rebounds of a zone along with three to four blocks a game, you really do have something in a trio right there that could be pretty dangerous for the rest of the league. If we could just get the rest of the guys to come with these these three, then man, we become an extremely dangerous team this season now, again, small sample size. this is only game two, but if Tim Hardaway Jr can shoot like this, can play like this for the Mavericks because you've seen his effort out there in this game against Toronto. He was out there fighting for boards, so much to the point where he's worried about boxing out his player that the ball hits him in the head and goes out of bounds. Um, He he seems to be engaged a little bit defensively, and that's something that we've heard a lot of um, in the preseason and so far early in the season in these two games is everyone seems to be putting a bigger point of emphasis on the defensive side of the ball and and that of course is is what's going to make us better. If the players understand that and fans we got to understand it too. Sometimes our offense will look a little shaky, but we got to look at the defensive effort all the time from our team and they're giving that to us right now. Now, um I will say against Atlanta our defense didn't amount to a whole lot as we got destroyed by them, but still it's good to see some of the effort being put out by some of these guys, especially our top 3 guys in uh t tim hardaway jr luca and kp if they're gonna give all-out defensive effort then you expect to see that from the other guys in the starting lineup uh in dwight powell and dorian finney smith now dorian in this game pretty much gave what i expect dorian to give on a nightly basis and that's 11 points and eight rebounds with two assists going five of nine from the field and one of three from the three-point line in his 35 minutes You know, I don't really expect Dorian to make a huge leap this season. And I'll just go out and say myself, personally, I would like to see more of Reggie Bullock in our starting lineup. Now, I know that's probably not going to happen because Dorian's been here and he's established. But as this season progresses, I would like to see a bit more of Reggie Bullock with the starting lineup. Um, And because he does a little bit more for you than what uh, Dorian can do. Cause Dorian doesn't have a mid game, uh mid range game at all. He, he doesn't have that ability to just pull up from the two point, uh, area and make shots as well as just spot up and just kill you from the three point line. Now I know he shot over 40% last season from the three point line. I kind of still see that as more of a, of an outliner. I, I just don't see, uh, Dorian really being that guy out there, but, Bullock is a guy who shot a ton of threes for New York last season and still shot it at a 42% clip. Now that's something that can be really helpful, especially with his overall defense, because he is a great defender. So it's not like you're losing a whole lot if you insert him into the starting lineup defensively, because... In my opinion, he's just as good, if not better defensively, than Dorian Finney-Smith. And he's a more consistent and better three-point shooter. So I would like to see Bullock getting, getting more of a chance and more of a run with the starting lineup. But for now, we do have Finney in there. And he, he did give some effort out there. you definitely seen him diving on the floor for some balls and, and, and doing what Dorian does night in and night out. It's just his limit right now. He's pretty much hit his ceiling. I don't think we can expect a whole lot more from him, but you can get just a little bit more out of Bullock in that spot. Now, <laughs> when we talk about our centers, I I, I hate to, to beat a dead horse here, but we got to go back to Dwight Powell. Dwight Powell just does not belong in our starting lineup or anyone else's for that matter. He has an energy guy who can come in off the bench uh, against other teams second units and probably be helpful in that regard but as a starter Powell just doesn't give you a whole lot keep in mind he is your starting center and he's only giving you two rebounds I mean that's just not what you want from your center he's uh, he had 11 points two rebounds and two assists in 24 minutes and that's just not enough from your center spot you gotta get more rebounds from him I don't care about his points. I don't want to see a whole lot of points from Powell. And that number even is skewed a little bit because six of those points came from uh, free throws where it was just his extra effort and where he just got kind of hit and they were already in the penalty, so it put him on the line. you got to have more from the center spot. It is what it is at this point with Powell. He's not going to get better. He's not going to improve anymore. He is that player that we're seeing Every single night since the past two years. So I really would like to see a different center in there. Now, when we talk about the different centers on this Maverick team and and on this roster, obviously um, we got quite a few to choose from. In Willie Colleystein, Maxi Cleaver, um, Boban. I, I just would like to see maybe even Moses Brown in there. I will say that Moses Brown is still also a raw talent. So he's probably not as talented as we probably as fans think he should be, or that he is. And that's probably why we haven't really seen him so far early in this season. Um, I know in the preseason, he did start one game for us, but with the starters, with all the rest of the starters and, and looked okay, but maybe it's just not there all the time. And, Uh, I don't know, (laughs) to be honest, but all I do know is Dwight Powell cannot be our starting lineup if we're ever going to progress and be the team that we want to be. He is an energy guy who can come off the bench and do some things, but he does not belong in the starting lineup. Now, when you look at the other side of things, when you look at what Toronto was able to do in this game and uh, why they got off to that uh, hot start against us, that all comes down to OG and Anobi a guy who had 20 points in the first half but only scored three points in the second. Now, I I know it looks like, okay, well, he was just, you know, really hot in the first half and then cooled off. Well, he got into foul trouble, and that kind of affected his game for the most part, but he is another guy kind of in the same realm as John Collins at that position that I would have loved to see the Mavericks go after. But, of course, he got his max extension, and he wasn't going to ever leave Toronto. I don't think they were ever going to... uh, give him the chance to leave their team. But he's a guy that I would have loved to see in a Maverick uniform. Between him and John Collins, I mean, those two guys are just great, great players at that position. So um, OG is just just overall talented, talented guy and really a bright spot for Toronto uh, on their team. Now, when you look at the Mavericks and the Mavericks bench in this game, we'll get into what we saw or really didn't see coming in after the break. So, as we get into the bench for the Mavericks and what they did in this game, uh, kid seems to be a lot more reliant on the starters than he does um, on any of the bench players. Now, the one bench player who we know had a really good game in Game 1 against the Hawks was Jaden Brunson. But in this one, he just didn't have the touch that he had in the first game. Brunson gave you 5 points, 6 rebounds, and 4 assists, going 2 of 9 from the field in his 22 minutes. So... You know, kind of an outliner night for Brunson. I expect him to pretty much give us around 15 points per game coming in off the bench. I know that seems like a lot, but Brunson is more than talented and capable enough to uh, give you a 15-point-per-night production, especially um, with his ball-handling skills and just ability to finish at the rim. He is really, really good with guys around him, even... Uh, taller guys or bigger defenders it doesn't really seem to matter Brunson's got a really nice touch around the basket and I think he is going to be a huge part of the Mavericks uh, team going into this season as we progress along now Maxi Kleba another guy who I said maybe should or could replace Powell in the starting lineup himself had five points and five boards but only went one of three from the three-point line and one of four from the field overall in his 20 minutes so not a great shooting knife for Maxie, but he is also a guy that shoots over 40% from the three-point line and does give you energy defensively and just more ability to block out some of these bigger guys out there. Now, I'm not going to sit here and act like Maxi is some great defender all the time because he does give you flashes of great defense, but he also has some times where he's just always around the player but can't ever seem to uh, stop anybody, so... Um, but he is someone who I think would probably give us more of a punch in there than Powell, but that's neither here nor there. This is just game two, and we'll see how things go throughout the season and how Kid decides to tinker with the lineup the way uh, Carlisle does or if he even does, because we know Rick Carlisle was not afraid to change the lineup up and change some of the players out and see if we get a spark with someone else in the starting lineup. We'll see how Kidd does it this season. But just as I said a few moments ago, it's my personal opinion that Powell should not be the starter. And I'm pretty sure I'm not the only one who believes that if we're ever going to be a good team, Powell needs to hit to the bench. Now, the rest of the bench really didn't get very many minutes other than Reggie Bullock. And Bullock only had one point and three rebounds um, going 0-3 from the field and 0-2 from the 3.9 in his 17 minutes. Other than that, no one else really got any extended time. Willie Colley-Stein uh, played three minutes and Sterling Brown played uh, nine minutes and gave you three rebounds and one assist. So, not a bad showing for Sterling Brown in very limited time, but also missed his uh, only three-point shots that he did take going over 2 from the three-point line. So, when you look at just overall, the Mavericks really are a bit more dependent on their starting lineup right now and... I kind of want us to see a little bit more from our bench at times. Again, not a big deal at this point, only game two in the season. So I'm not going to say I'm worried about it at all because it's just too early to tell, but you do want to see a little bit more sharp shooting from, um, Sterling Brown and Reggie Bullock and Maxi Kleba coming in off the bench. Cause that's pretty much what their role is going to be to come in and be able to hit some shots with Luca out there dishing or with Luca off the court with Brunson dishing the ball. We need these guys who are our sharpshooters who all shoot over 40% from the three-point line to make more shots. And that's another thing that was going to help this Maverick team contend as we move forward into this season. But man, I will say this. Watching this game and watching Luka work in the third quarter and in the fourth quarter his touch in the lane right now seems to be even better than it was last season. And Luca seems to be trying to do that a bit more. Now he seems to be trying to get into the lane and finish more two point shots than three point shots. But as I said, of course, Luca still took, uh, 10 three point shots in this game, but his percentage just isn't there. Even though he took that many shots, uh, from the three point line, he still took 14 shots that were not from the three point line. And, A lot of those were nice floaters at the rim or just drives to the rim where the defender just isn't able to read what he's doing and he's able to blow right by him and get some easy points in the paint. That's kind of the evolution of Luka this season. If he can do that kind of scoring efficiently in the paint, going only 2 of 10 from the 3 point line and still give you 27 points, it just seems to be... Like, the writing's on the wall for Luka to average over 30 points this season if his three-point shot starts going. If he starts making those three-point shots, along with the ability to finish at the rim the way that he is right now, the sky is the limit for Luka and ready this Maverick team as this season goes on. So, man, I'm, I'm, I'm really excited to see what more uh, Luka has added to the repertoire this season. But I, I can say right now, if you haven't noticed... Watch how good Luka is at finishing around the rim this season and how he seems to be focused more on scoring in the paint and dishing out front while he's in the paint versus just only shooting three-point shots and and just dribbling the clock out because he's not doing that anymore. He's not hanging out at the three-point line, dribbling the ball a lot, waiting to the very end to get a shot off. He's getting the ball, diving into the paint, looking for people to pass to or pulling up a three-point shot. So it's really exciting. It's really fun. Good for the Mavericks to get this first win. Great for Luka to finally almost get that first triple-double of the season with just one rebound short, which he probably could have got at some point in the last couple of minutes of the game. But great to see this from this Maverick team right now. Great to see that they're all engaged because another fun thing about watching this game was how engaged the bench was when the Mavericks were making their run in the third quarter. When the Mavericks were down and and took the lead and were building the lead in the third quarter, the bench was standing, exciting, and, and cheering on the rest of the team. And it's good to see that from, from a camaraderie point of view where we want to see that team build together and, and look like they want to play for each other. And right now it seems to be that they, that is the identity that they're going to take from, uh, for this season. So good on kid to get his first win as a Maverick coach, good on the Mavericks to get their first win and, uh, look to go from there. So the next Maverick game is coming up on Tuesday. If you're listening to this on Tuesday, then tonight, um, at seven thirty against Houston, on Bally Sports Southwest for those who are able to watch and for those who are not. Look forward to the next podcast coming out the day after the game of Maz Content Crazy. So that's it for today's episode, Maz fans. Mavericks get their first win. Luka looking good. KP playing defense and ready to go. So I hope you enjoyed what you heard. If you did, make sure you hit that subscribe button, like, follow, and share with your friends. And I hope you listen to the next time, Man. Thanks a lot.